Hey everyone! We're back with another podcast. Um, you might not recognize this voice because it's Jennifer's daughter. I'm starring today on the podcast because I haven't been on one yet. Hi Libby. Hi mom. It's nice to have you here. <laughs> I really like this little chair. I can work out at the vet and <laughs> So this is a surprise to have you here joining me on the podcast. Viewers, but I did ask her if we could do it. So it's my idea. This was Libby's idea. So Libby, you're turning 17 next week. Yep, next Tuesday. Is it everything you thought it would be? Honestly, with the with the you can hear the dogs in the back. Yeah, the dogs are always part of the podcast. With the month it's been, honestly. <laughs> honestly um my birthday came up. <laughs> I can't hear myself think. My birthday came up as a bit of a surprise because I've had a really rough couple of weeks. You've had you've had um a lot happen to you or you've been a part of a lot in the last the last few weeks. Do you wanna share any of it? Yep, I'll share all of it. Um mostly it has to do with my car. So basically, and my phone. So basically, um, I was involved in a smash. Wait, can I just ask you a question? Yeah. Are cars and phones important to teenagers? It's probably, if I'm being honest, like just as important as my lungs. (laughs) Your (laughs) lungs? Yes. Um, so I was involved in a smash and grab, so someone smashed my window and took all my belongings in my bag. Luckily, there was nothing too important in there. But wait a second. So to let everyone know, you were, you had parked in Portsmouth. In Strawberry Bank parking lot. You walked to your job. I walked to my job at the Rose Restaurant. <laughs> and you were there. I visit. I host two days a week. Um, I was there for about six hours, and then I got the call from my dad around 8.30 p.m. that someone had broken into my car because the police station identified the car under his name and then called him. Now, did dad call you before? Did he Was he able to reach you before you got to your car? Like, did you yes. know it had already happened? Yes. Walking to my car, I knew it had happened, and I met the police officer right by my car. And I kind of, like, t- was taken aback because I didn't expect it to be that bad. There was glass everywhere. Um, How many cars did... Five. Were broken into that five evening. total cars. Um, other people had much more important belongings stolen, but I just but you them. had you had called me while I was sleeping. I'm the worst mother in the world. Did but you, I like, don't remember? Did you answer? Yeah, you did, right? No, you answered the next. I morning. woke up a few hours. Was it the next morning? Probably. I think so. But you had said to me that they only took a bag that had like a change of clothes in. You had left yeah. your wallet in the car. Yeah, I did. Um, and they didn't get that. No. So you're pretty Which lucky. Is, actually, my wallet was in plain view. I don't, I don't know. It was dark out. Yeah, I was in like my side pocket. Anyway, that was not that big of a deal because luckily my dad works at a car dealership. We were able to get that fixed within a couple of days. Um, it's still kind of scary because then you, I was surprised you drove home from Portsmouth to Maine freezing. without a window. I know, I drive very slow. And the cops were no help at all. Because I asked them to clean up the glass, and they said no. They said go to a gas station, get a trash bag, and clean it out yourself. Did you do that? I'm like, thanks a lot. <laughs> and no, I did not do that. I didn't touch the glass because I'm not an idiot. And I can't. <laughs> I was so. That's trauma. Yeah, That's trauma. a lot going on. Okay, next story. That was resolved pretty quickly. Um, wait, do you want to ask me a question? I feel like I'm talking a lot. No, that's okay. You told me when I first started doing the 
podcast that I talked too much. Yeah, that was funny. No, so you're recovered from that. Next, next unfortunate event. Well, let's, so <laughs> one thing on podcasts, sometimes less is more. So given in like an overview of what happened without a lot of details. My phone shut off for a day. That was just it. It turned back on. Okay. Can I move on to the next event? Cause that's my favorite one. Well, this is, that's the one I'm probably talking about. So maybe not use names since we're in a really small town. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So this is a warning. Don't let your kids drive in a snowstorm at 9 p.m. To, on a night if you don't think it's a good idea. Because my dad was hesitant about letting me drive me and a few friends up to Wells for a night. Wait, your brother joined us. Does he know about this? Not yet. So have you heard this story? No. Not a lot of people have, because um, it's kind of traumatic. Not really. So, um, yeah, just. So you had asked your dad. It was snowing. He had a bad feeling about it, but I convinced him. Well, how, what was dad. your feeling? You felt okay. I felt fine. He didn't feel fine because he knows. He honestly knows my car better than I do, and like the abilities in snow. So. I was like, Dad, I'll be fine. And he's like, okay, just text me when you're on your way home, which I did do that. Where were you going in Wells? I was hanging out with... Um, some friends? Some friends, but you said not to name friends. So yeah, no, don't friends. name their names, but were there, there you were joining some other friends yeah. in Wells? Yeah, um, at someone's house. You know her. Anyway. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know her. Um. So that was a fun time, and then we drove home at around 11.30 at night. I was trying to honestly get my friends to leave. Was it still snowing? It was. It started snowing at like 10. I honestly tried to get my friends to leave a little bit earlier because I knew the roads were going to be bad, but they told me I'd be fine. So I'm like, okay, I'll be fine. Um, follow your instincts because we were driving home. And you, I, you mean listen to your gut? Yeah, whatever. Like li- maybe you should have listened to uh, dad's gut. Dad should listen to his gut not let me go. But the thing is, if he said no, I probably still would have gone. Anyway, bad kid. So you know what? I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait to see if a you have children and b if you are incredibly strict. I have I a feeling you're going to be. Will be for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's you left at eleven o'clock at night. And here's back way right. There's this road on the wells. It's like a fork intersection. We are coming off of it, going onto the main road. It's a turn to the left incline yes but we were turning right sort of like a sight right and it's at an incline it's a sharp turn i was going 15 miles an hour if like maybe a little more than that because hmm, i think you mentioned 20 when you were told me first <laughs> well dad said i should have been going five so it doesn't really make a difference so i have anti-lock brakes which i'm sure you know what those are um, basically I didn't have much control over the brakes and my car was not stopping. And Do you think you hit a patch of ice? Probably. <clears throat> there was probably ice under my car was not stopping and it started sliding. And I had to make a executive decision because it was either I go straight into the ditch because I knew my car wasn't going to stop in time. And I decided to turn my vehicle to the left, which meant I went over a median and I hit a stop sign straight on, going about 20 miles an hour, knocked over the side, and the part of the side that was cemented into the median scraped all under my car, broke my radiator, and I tried to drive home. I didn't know what to do. We pulled over, looked at the damage, and I said, it's fine. I'm just going to drive home until in the morning. My dad. 
and that didn't work because about five miles into my drive at home, my car stopped moving because the engine was overheating because all the cool. Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah. So it was scary because we're in the middle of the road. Uh, and then we were right by Pratt and Whitney. You know where that is? Mm-hmm. That's in North Berwick. Um, and so we kind of pulled over to the side of that building. I wasn't able to get into the parking lot. But, yeah. So I so, kind of just was like... So how is your car? How is it right now? Mm-hmm. Um, well, nobody was hurt. Nobody was hurt, but police had to be called because I was a hit and run technically on my bad. Um, I had to call my dad. He was not very happy with me, but he got over it. He was glad. I so, what did you, him. what did you learn from this situation? I should listen to my instincts and go five miles per hour when I'm taking a turn on a snowy night. But also, maybe you listen to your dad. Yeah, well, he said <clears> yes, and I, he tried to blame himself, but I said like, no, I'm to blame in this situation because it is what it is. And then, if you're ever in an accident, what needs to happen? call the cops because they actually told the police they were like you know this is technically a crime and we could give you a court date we could send you to court for this and i'm like what because you don't think about that when you're in the situation the first thing you think about is are my passengers okay am i okay Mm -hmm. and then you think about your car and i immediately thought oh my god this is gonna cost so much money to fix and then probably i want i i want to get home i I want to feel safe I want to be out of this snowstorm at 11.30 p.m. with three teenage girls. That's a lot, Libby. Yeah, but it's okay. Live and learn. So we talk about you on the podcast every now and then. Yeah. We talk about you. um, We call you the force. (laughs) And that's kind of our nickname for you and the family. Yeah. Are you okay with that? I mean, yeah, I feel like I am. I mean, compared to my siblings, I feel like we're all forces in different ways. I mean, Anna's definitely, like, a force, and so am I, but I feel like she's more of a, I don't know how to say it. She's kind of like a quiet. She, like, attacks things on her own, though. She's a creative force, and she goes on, she flies under the radar. Yeah. And and gets things done. And she moved out to Vancouver and created a life for herself, which reminds me I have to go to college soon and I don't know. Yeah, let's talk about that, right? Like, so we should technically have started looking at schools because you've decided you don't want to take a gap year. I don't. So we've been kind of like throwing around different schools or ideas of where where you can look. Have you narrowed that down yet? So I honestly change my mind every day. I The first place that comes to mind is Boston University. But I honestly just say that because, I don't know, it's a formality if people so, ask me. Yeah, your brother went to Colorado. Your sister went to your sister went to Vancouver, British Columbia. So maybe I should go down to the south. Are you feeling like you want to go far or you want to stay close to home? Honestly, I don't care as much as other people do about how far away I am from home. I care more about my own experience, whether or not it's 50 miles away or 500 miles away. I want to be able to go to a good school. I feel like I'll actually come out knowing what I want to do with my life. That's the tricky thing because then you kind of, well, you can, you know what, Libby, a lot of people have been saying you can go in undeclared. 
Yeah, but at the same time, I don't want to do that. Because that'll stress me out because I feel like, I don't know, I'm going to run out of time at some point. I'm going to have to decide at some point. And even, like, I can change my major, which right now I'm leaning towards business and finance. When you were little, you wanted to be a heart surgeon. I was like, that was when I was like 14. Thoracic? What did you want to be? I had thoracic surgery, and that's only because I watched Grey's Anatomy. I had no idea what the job was. <laughs> yeah, but you loved watching surgeries and I gore. Did. I love and that. You had no problem with blood and but guts. Like, I don't think they would be for me. They have a workload. I'm honestly, being completely honest, I'm kind of a lazy person. Like, How can you? Really okay, so. It's funny to me that you say you're lazy because <laughs> how many AP classes are you taking this semester? Well, I'm taking two AP classes. How two many college, college classes, classes are you taking from YCC? Two as of right now. And how many hours a week do you work? No, I only work like 15 hours a week, which I guess can be a lot. So and how many, I go to the gym every day. You go to Planet, we'll do a plug for Planet Fitness. <laughs> you go to Planet Fitness every day. So how many days a week? average do you think you're at the rosa i said 15 15 days no 15 hours so is that three days two days usually i only have really have time to work on saturdays and sundays i'm involved in an after school program oh can you talk about that that's really cool program um basically it's just a group of kids from the high school goes down and gets paired up with a kid from Central school or elementary school, and it's kind of a mentoring session. But we don't really mentor; we more just play board games. But I think it helps them because we give them a really good. Like, Have you? Yeah, you spend one-on-one time with them. And I feel like if I was that age, I would have liked to have an older kid because I really looked up to high school kids at the time. I don't know why, but I don't know. They really inspired me because we had one in our class, and I really got along with her. So then. When, when do you think you have time to be lazy, Harry and Ruby? Um, are you going to dinner after this? Yeah, we're going to have dinner after this. Are you uh, hungry? I made homemade sugar cookies today with cream, cheese frosting. with cream cheese frosting. I honestly don't have much time because I really like to go to the gym after school because I'm in a routine. It's good for my mental health. But other than that, I get consumed with schoolwork. So my free times are during break or past 9 p.m., which is also why I'm tired all the time because I want to have some free time, so I have to end up staying late to be able to do what I want for a couple hours. When do you do your homework, and how many hours a day do you think it takes you? Um, Probably about two to three hours between my AP classes, studying, and my YCCC classes. Some days it's less, some days it's more. That's a lot. I don't think you're lazy. Okay, well... <laughs> Not if I'm like being forced to do something. Well, hey, so there's one more thing we can talk about, and then we can hang up, and I can go make everyone dinner. Ravioli, it... ravioli. <laughs> Give me the pizza. What are the thing? What are those little pork things we're having from the farm stand? I always Pitch. have uh, pork. Wrap. I forget. Not wontons. I have a cold. oh pot stickers. That's why I sound like this. Yes. We're having pot stickers. Um, Let me know in the comments if you'd be interested in an ASMR video. Okay, sorry. What is that? <laughs> you should look it up. It's like where they do like sensory sounds. Wait, can you say it slowly? A is like an acronym. A-S-M-R. Video. Yeah. And you're going to make that? in the comments. Well, <laughs> hey, so last topic. Um, your brother's here. 
for dinner, which it's kind of a rare occasion that the three of us can get together like this with the dogs. I'm excited. Um, you stumbled in here and found the microphone set up, so you're all excited and wanted to do this. Yeah. Um, so last topic of the evening, Abby joined us a week ago, and we drove to Danvers, Mass, to um, Glitterati. Glitterati, and lo and behold, I found my prom dress that I'm absolutely in love with. Also, spoiler alert, I run the prom account for Marshall. <laughs> For 2024, class of 2024 prom dresses, I run that account. So why did you, why, so tell us what that account does. Okay, and then I'll talk about my dress, and then I'll come <laughs> on to Ravioli. So basically that account, I anonymous, anonymously post girls' dresses on this private account so that they can look at each other's dresses, they can admire them, and so also that they don't buy the same dress. So, so you don't have any duplicates so for the Grand March? Yeah, which would be sucky. Well, so, okay, so tell us about your dress. So we drove up to Glitterati because my friends recommended it. They saw a dress there that I'd absolutely love. And I was like, I'm going to find that dress. I didn't find that dress. I found a different <laughs> dress. We didn't even pick out that many dresses. Um, it was very crowded. I was very overheating. Um, we had to wait a little bit before I could try on the dresses. But I tried on a few dresses. And I saved the one I wanted to try on the most for last. My mom had me try on some hideous dresses. You really think they were hideous? On me. Like, it's not my vibe. What just turned off? Is that the radiator? It was space heater, I think, somewhere. Um, anyway, I really ended up liking the dress I found, but I knew it's a blue dress. It's a Cinderella dress. It has glitter all over it. It has not, like sequence it's, it's part subtle, of the fabric a subtle glitter it's yeah. really beautiful and it has a long train in the back is like tied but it's an open back let me know in the comments if you want to see the dress it's a very beautiful dress you know what we can post a picture of the dress with the podcast how's that maybe i don't want to spoil just who, who, who watches this um <laughs> who watches this nobody who listens to this um i'm gonna say your auntie <laughs> okay let me finish my story so sorry. <laughs> um. So the woman, we got a, a size two dress, and I knew that that dress didn't fit me. Anymore. Wait, let's talk about this. So there's a couple things going on in this prom store that just, Abby and I were I just talking about. Keep going all over the place. <laughs> no, that's what happens on podcasts. So Abby and I, Abby's a good family friend. Yeah. Um. We were there for moral oh, support for libs. And um, so we we noticed right away that the largest size prom dress on the floor was a size four. Yeah. And Abby and I were like, what? Mm -hmm. Like, um, and not anything to do about sizes, but zero to four is a small representation of the bodies in high school, I would say. Girls, I feel like, I mean, it doesn't mean anything to me, but there are like so many different size bodies. And I feel like. Well, when I was in high school, I'm actually smaller now than when I was in high school. Yeah. I wasn't overweight. I was just always like a 12. Size yeah. 12 was my normal. I played a lot of sports and yeah. it's just where I was at. I didn't. No. So um, I think Abby's a size six, but we were just looking and like, well, how would that feel if you walk in there and you can't see your size? I know. And like, that's something that I was like, I was fortunate not to have to worry about, but I still understand why like that is kind of messed up that they, when you asked her to, you said, do you have any 
Yeah, well, you know, I was just wondering, right? Like she kind of flipped out. No, she didn't flip out. She was awesome, actually. Was I so loved sweet. her. She, she was okay. very good. Well, okay, so it's tied to the story about how I was so prominent that they got my size, but they weren't. Well, so you're Libby, you are in crazy shape. You um go to the gym every day, you watch what you eat, um, and you're constantly moving. You don't? <laughs> okay. She doesn't. But anyway, so Libs is anywhere. I don't know. You're a very small size. And so you had two different sizes going into the dressing rooms. Yeah. Well, the double zero kind of pinched me a little bit. But um, I know what fits my body and what feels comfortable. And she kept telling me that this the size two dress would fit me. And I just didn't feel Well, you had it on. Yeah. And I just, like, it felt too loose around, like, the lower back area. I was like, I feel like someone's going to step on my dress and they're going to see my underwear. Like, And I kept asking her to find a size zero and she was like, no, no, like, you don't need one. Well, I don't think she, I honestly think she, in the nicest way, I think she, from her perspective, she thought that you had the right size. But I'm so happy you picked this story because I was kind of leaning on her opinion because she does this all the time. Every single day. And And then you do, you had a feeling that that wasn't the right size for you. So you were trusting your gut. And then I watched you advocate, advocate for yourself in the kindest way possible. And just, so eventually the girl <laughs> got you the size dress that you so thought you all needed. All upstairs who had never worn dress before, the size that I needed. It was and she admitted she was wrong. And then you were happy. And I feel like if, I, if, we're, if you're going to spend that much money on a dress, you want it to be absolutely perfect. It didn't feel absolutely perfect. It didn't feel absolutely perfect. So, yeah, basically, turning 17 is all about prom and car crashes. Well, I get one question asked at the store all the time. What? Do you know who you're going to prom with? Me? Yes, that seems to be a very popular question. Who the heck is asking you that? Some creep? You forget that you were the logo of the little hat company and everybody it's, knows it's you. It's not this year. Like, I don't have a boyfriend and I don't plan on getting one by the time prom rolls around. I... It's not like you have to go with a certain boy. It's more like we're all going as a friend group. Honestly, me and my best friend, you know who I'm talking about, are going to have to walk, probably walk in Grand March together. And there have been boys that are like, let's walk in Grand March together. And I'm like, absolutely not. Wait. Yes. <laughs> you, yeah. I think I love that, that you've decided you're not walking with a boy because well, you're, I mean, you like, don't like his touch. Well, I mean, around, of course I will, but. I also love, I love my best friends, and we're... So there's four of you going together? There's going to be, like, nine or ten of us going together, but, like, we're, I think we're all just walking with our friends. Like it as no a one, group, kind of? You're just going to yeah, pair up as you get to the yeah. gym? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Go well, we so, you, Aaron's hungry. Aaron, so, Libby, why don't you close out the podcast and thank everyone. All right, and guys, so... What I hope you learned from this is that you have to follow your gut and listen to your parents and advocate for yourself and that I'm the coolest person ever and I should. And let me know if you want to do some more video. And also never take yourself too seriously. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Have a good night.